Welcome to the Rural Woman Podcast, a platform for women in agriculture, ranching, homesteading, and more to share their stories. I'm your host, Caitlin Dubin. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. On this week's episode, we are going to take a look back on the past 25 interviews that I have done with 25 incredible women in egg. I have compiled some of the answers to my favorite questions I have asked my previous guests and compiled them into two episodes. Today, you'll hear part one from the first 12 women I interviewed. You'll hear some invaluable advice, plus what it means to these women to be farmers, ranchers, and homesteaders. It was so heartwarming to me to sit back and listen to these interviews. And I think, I know for me, it's coming at a time where I need it most. It has been a rough year for a lot of producers. Some are just starting to harvest or even fall calving. Some are in the fields and are stalled due to the weather. And others have finished already with less than ideal yields. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to share some of the best bits and pieces of wisdom and the reason why we chose this lifestyle and why we keep choosing this lifestyle every day. I hope you enjoy today's episode and part two with the remaining 13 women will be coming through your earbuds next week. I'm also thinking there could be some type of drinking game created with today's show. So for every time I get emotional or weepy, would you take a drink for me? (laughs) maybe, you know, stick to coffee or something, unless you're listening to this in the evening and have nowhere else to go. (laughs) You could be drinking a lot, but let's get to this week's listener review over on Apple Podcasts. This week, the review comes from Katie Flanagan, and it is a five-star review titled, Wow, Thank You on So Many Levels. I love this podcast. You have made the drive home from the job that I have to do into the most enjoyable drive ever. I now get home with a smile on my face and don't even mind sitting in traffic. These stories are so engaging and positive. This podcast is giving me hope that one day I will have a job that I want. I can't wait to start my own farm adventure and this podcast makes me think it is more possible every day. Thank you from Australia. Cheers. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for your incredible review over on Apple. I think it was meant to be that I read it for this episode because I feel like they tie in nicely together. But if you have been loving the show like Katie has, I would encourage you to leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. Not only could you hear your review read on a future episode of the Rural Woman Podcast, but it also helps out with our ranking and others to find the show too. I also want to give a Quick shout out to our newest patron of the Rural Woman podcast, Malia M. Thank you so much for joining us over on Patreon. Your support, as well as the other patrons, help get the inspiring stories of women and egg into those earbuds every single week. If you are interested in joining Malia, head on over to wildrosefarmer.com for more information of how you can become a patron through Patreon. And without further ado, my friends, Let's get to today's episode. Hey, have you been over to shop Wild Rose Farmer lately? There are so many new great t-shirts, tank tops, stickers, and more. There's even official Rural Woman podcast gear now, including great t-shirts and hats. Feel good knowing when you're shopping on Shop Wild Rose Farmer, you directly support the Rural Woman podcast. 
And don't forget, members of the Wild Rose Farmer community save 20% off their first purchase. So head on over to wildrosefarmer.com for all of the details. And happy shopping, y'all! Okay, my friends, so I thought I would give a brief intro again to each of these women before we play their clips from their episode. If you would like more information about any of these women, I will link it in the show notes as well as to their full episodes. So our first interview was episode number two with Tara Beaver Coronado. She is known as at Beaver Vineyards over on Instagram. I have asked you all of my questions. Is there anything that you wanted to leave off with? Just I want to let anyone know that's listening to this podcast that if you are a farmer, you're awesome. If you want to be a farmer, you can do it, whether you come from a farming background or not. Just reach out to women, even if you think you're being creepy, because apparently you're not. Uh, just reach out to other women farmers that you can find anywhere and ask, ask, ask. I just had a girl reach out to me the other night that I think she had like a budget question. And she said, I don't know if this is inappropriate, but these are my questions. And I said, this is not inappropriate. Like, how do you think I learned anything about budgeting for a farm? You've got to ask people, you know, so ask all the questions. That's my advice to any beginning farmers. <laughs> and don't they say there's no dumb questions? There's no dumb questions. Exactly. Our next bit of wisdom comes from my friend, Billy J. Miller, who is a photographer, author, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of two beautiful daughters. You can find Billy over on Instagram at Billy with an I, J. Miller. What is your best piece of advice to share with a woman who is entering the world of agriculture, either as a job or through marriage? Um, what's yeah. your best piece of advice to give them? I think, yeah, whether you're coming out of ag school and you've got your ag business degree or whether whatever it is, keep yourself open to the unbelievable gifts received by being in this community. Um, if there's one thing I've learned, to you know my story of where I came from and how you know from a childhood and a life perspective it was very very different the coming into this community I think one thing I've been able to offer is I've been able to bring perspective to just one but to this farming community I now live and I've been able to look at it with such kind of love and admiration in my eyes that I think you know it's something I've been able to give this community is renewing their love for it for where they've come from I know Dean always says my husband always says to me he goes you know we had no pictures of our farm until you came around we had no pictures of us farming or doing anything you know real memory books of the farming operations and that until I came around or whatever and coming from my childhood and background I speak about it now and I do various speaking events throughout the year but um, was very different. And, you know, I came from multiple parental divorces that I had to kind of figure my way through as a child at various stages of my life, almost non-ending. And 
Um, there was a lot of feeling like you were alone there as a child. And there was a lot of heartbreak, I guess you could say, right? So when I got to the point in my life where I met this man and uh, he was awesome and decided to go for it and we got married and I, you know, somehow had the strength to change my life pretty dramatically. I knew I wanted it to be it, right? And so I was going to treat it in such a way, this is, I want this to be for life for me. I don't want to put my kids through things that I've had to go through in my life. So having said that, specifically, to go back to your question, I think it's important to look at all the gifts we have around. Draw from the unbelievable strength that is in this community and in the people around us. You know, there are so many different kinds of careers that you could kind of mold. You could mold a career almost out of whatever you want. And like, it, it's amazing though, isn't it? Like, look at you now do going from where you came from to what you're doing now. You're podcasting, you're farming, you're, you know, you're doing some, like you just, you do a lot of really amazing things too, I think. And I've drawn from my passions, right? And I think it's important if whatever you, whichever role you choose to take in terms of your profession and agriculture, if you could draw from your passions, I think that's really a good start. Um, work hard and just look up to the people around you because there's absolutely no shortage of people we can learn from out here. It's such an amazing life. It's, it's hard. You know, there's going to be all of these different things. There's so many different things that are going to happen to us that are out of our control, but there's a real camaraderie in that too, right? Yeah. Just have fun with it. It's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I, I feel like I didn't go on too far. <laughs> nope. That's how you end it. It's awesome. That's all you it, have It's to say. awesome. <laughs> it is. Next up, we have Tara Vanderdusen, known as at New Mexico Milkmaid over on Instagram, sharing some knowledge about the dairy industry. All right, Tara, uh, if there is one thing that you can leave the listeners with about the dairy industry or you personally, what do you want to tell them? Find a dairy farmer, whether it be on social media or in your area, get to know them, see where your milk comes from. And I think, yeah, I mean, there's every gallon of milk comes usually within 100 miles of where it was produced on the farm. It's, that's where it's sold. And so in 100 miles, there's your dairy farmer. Like that's really close. And so find a farmer near you, learn about them and learn about their cows. Next up, you'll hear from social media maven and homesteader Aaron Roy from over at the Harvest Trail Journey on Instagram. All right, Aaron, my last question for you. What do you feel like is the most satisfying part of being a homesteader and also being a social media maven and helping other people in agriculture share their stories? Oh my goodness. I think that yesterday I was walking around our property and it was about sunset and we're building some new beds and our almost 14-year-old, goodness, was staining some um, boards and my husband was building the bed and our other kiddo was inside preparing dinner and the dogs were out running around and everything was getting settled in for the night. And I just felt so satisfied with what we were doing. And 
that need to do something with my hands and the fact that I have a a partner who supports that, kiddos who are going to go into this world no matter what they decide to do with their lives, because I don't think either one of them are going to choose agriculture, but the fact that they're able to carry those skills with them. So if they marry someone who does, they can help support that, that they will always know how much it takes to do it. That's where I get my satisfaction. And if I'm able to help other people understand that satisfaction, so if they're out of agriculture, spreading the knowledge of what we do on a day-to-day basis, and then using my ability to um, market and brand other people's, just it's like a domino effect with that satisfaction. It really is. That's what resonates and what I'm passionate about is sharing that joy that's found in working with my hands. Well, and you share that joy with me and so many other people over on Instagram. And I thank you for that. And thank you for being in community with me. Yes, I enjoy it so much. I'm so thankful for you. Next up is Samantha Torres, known as at Farm Hair Forever over on Instagram. What do you think is the most satisfying part about being a farmer or working on a farm? Oh, uh, for me, I think seeing new life, um, seeing the first little seeds sprout up, you know, the little shoots and it still has the seed shell on it, or obviously watching the chicks hatch. It just, it's so beautiful. Um, but at the same time, you know, Bella's my little senior at 19 years old and just watching a senior pony who she had a tough life. Um, so seeing her just graze peacefully or, you know, on a cooler day, cooler day, if she gets a little feisty watching her buck around and race around the pasture. I just love um, seeing the new life, but then also knowing that I can make sure the animals in my care have a great life all the way through to the end of their days. And that makes me feel really, really good about the impact I'm making uh, in my little world here. Hey, all we'll get right back to our episode after a word from our sponsor. Nestled in the tree-filled mountains by Kootenai Lake in Nelson, British Columbia, KL Skin Naturals was founded in 2013 by owner Leah. KL Skin Naturals is known for their award-winning natural deodorant that I have personally been using since early 2017, and I can tell you from personal experience, it passes the farming test. You know what I'm talking about. I feel good knowing that the deodorant that I'm using is free from harsh chemicals and scents. All of their products are produced by hand from the very first measure to the very last label. Each recipe was worked, researched, perfected, and tested on family and friends who all agree that there's something unique to be offered in the effective products that Leah is making. Listeners of the Rural Woman podcast can save 10% off their order with promo code WILDROSE10. So head on over to klskindeodorant.com to choose from their wide selection of clean scented natural deodorants, plus other natural skincare products such as fresh aloe skin cream, foot butters, and more. And now back to our episode. Okay, next up is my friend Kelsey Jorison. You can find her over on Instagram at Kelsey Jorison. Kelsey, tell me what the most rewarding part about being a farmer is to you. I think it's the kinship with nature. And it's, you know, rekindling 
the sense that we are all connected and that, you know, nature is not something to be conquered or controlled or manipulated and that ultimately we're animals. Human beings are animals too. And in working the farm and being with my animals and learning as much as I can about closed loop cycles and how to take care of the earth, I feel like I've like met myself. Like I've been able to like be the person that I was born to be. So it's a it's a sense of like coming coming home, like truly coming home. So that's what farming has done for me. That's beautiful. Makes me weepy. Yeah. Oh. I think every time I've asked this question, I have like sparked a tear in my eye. And it's a good question. I think everyone just has their own sense of of the feeling of what a farmer actually means to them or a rancher or a homesteader. And it all basically comes back down to to the land and being a steward of the land and how yes. the land helps you grow more, as much as you help it grow. Exactly. Yes. Next up, we have the lovely Leyland Obershelty. You can find her over on Instagram at Rosebud Heritage Farms. What is the most rewarding part of being a farmer to you? You know, see, that's a tough one because it's, it's lots of little moments. It's, it's realizing just how romantic this lifestyle really is. Um, my favorite things in the whole world is early mornings, you know, late spring, mid early summer, walking up to the barn just before the sun comes up. It is dead silent, and all I can hear is birds. And that I've been given an opportunity that allows me to live this sort of life is great. Um, you know, bringing a piglet into the world, watching it take its first breaths. It, I mean, and, you know, we don't have kids, and so this is, <laughs> for us, that's as close as it gets. But helping bring new life into the world is so incredible. And then... Being able to care responsibly for that life up until the moment that that life ends and being able to pass on that amazing life to customers and clients and have them come back and say that it's the most amazing thing they've ever tasted. It's the fresh and beautiful eggs they've ever seen. And, you know, it makes you feel like you're doing something right. Um, you know, for us, at least for me, our eggs, because they're collected every day, our chickens eat grass and all sorts of stuff. They are, you know, they taste like sky and sunshine and green grass. And that, that isn't something you can get from something that's mass produced commercially. And, you know, we hope that in moving forward in expanding that we'll be able to continue to offer that despite the fact that we will be growing our flock fairly exponentially, but, um, you know, there's lots of little rewards that all kind of compile into the fact that this lifestyle is such a gift and it's, it's hard sometimes and it's ugly and it's frustrating and it makes you want to quit a thousand times between Sunday night and Monday morning, but it's the little thing, you know, when the pigs see how it treats and the way they get all excited, it's just, there's so many little things. It's you know, it's hard to list them all, but uh, but yeah, those are those are probably some of my favorite rewards. That's for sure. Well, you've 
officially made me quite misty here. That was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You seriously nailed it on the head. So that that is what being a farmer is all about. So. Yeah, you know, and there are challenges. It sucks sometimes. It really sucks sometimes. But, you know, we also, I think, you know, being farmers, being ranchers, we're a very, very unique breed, especially, you know, those of us that are women, we've got something that's hardwired (laughs) that you can't, you can't create that. That's, you know, that's God given. That's not something that you can work towards. You just you either have it or you don't. (laughs) Amen to that, honey. Right. (laughs) Have you been loving the Rural Woman podcast? Are you wondering how you can support the show? Well, friend, I'm happy to announce that I've recently joined Patreon. What is Patreon? Well, it's a membership-based platform that provides a simple way for you to contribute to the Rural Woman podcast every month and get exclusive rewards in return. Memberships start as low as $2 a month. Seriously, that's less than your grande, skinny, extra hot caramel macchiato with whip. Wondering what the rewards are? Well, they include promo codes for Shop Wild Rose Farmer, draws for the Rural Woman Podcast merchandise, shout outs on the show, and more. Your financial support of the Rural Woman Podcast will help make it possible for the stories of women in agriculture to continue to be shared. So head on over to wildrosefarmer.com to find out more information about how you can become a patron through Patreon. Next on the list is our first rancher that was featured on the podcast, Brandy Buzzard for Bros. You can find her on Instagram at Brandy with an I buzzard like the bird. So Brandy, what do you think for you personally is the most satisfying part about being a rancher? Honestly, it it's kind of twofold. Probably the first piece of it is uh, it, uh, maybe it's a tie. You know, the first piece of it is is raising my daughter in this lifestyle. You know, there's so many benefits and privileges that come with being raised in a rural lifestyle, whether that's on a crop farm or a, a you know a hydroponics farm or a livestock operation, you know, there's just so many experiences that cannot be matched when you live on a farmer ranch. And I was so blessed to have grown up that way, naturally with livestock and animals and getting dirty and, and so was my husband. And so we just, it just is so cool to watch my daughter experience things. Like I remember last year we had chickens, she were collecting eggs and, um, and I gave her two eggs and I was like, okay, carry these eggs. And she sat down and was kind of playing with them and she hit them together. And just the look on her face of realizing that a eggs are breakable. And then she, there's things in the eggs, just seeing that learning happening to her was just, Oh, it was so cool. And that, that experience or, or that, that I've had of watching her learn something about agriculture or this rural lifestyle has happened hundreds of times. And every time I, I see it, it's just amazing. You know, I see her, you know, we have a newborn baby calf and she sits down next to it and she gives it a hug and says, hi baby. And just those moments of where she's learning to 
learning to value the land and learning to love it. and she's building responsibility. I mean, she's a little over two and she has chores, you know, she knows that she needs to feed her pony and we obviously help her with that, but she carries the bucket to the pony and we let her dump the feed in the pan and she helps feed the dogs, like just learning stability and, and her just learning about the land and our environment and animals. It's just, there's no price tag on that at all. And that's definitely, that's, easily the number one benefit. The second thing that would be beneficial is just, we love this lifestyle of raising food. I mean, I feel like it's, it's a legacy that we want to continue. We, we just feel that it's a privilege to be able to put our passion into something, knowing that we are feeding, we are helping feed the nation and the world with what we're doing. And so those are the two big reasons. Um, that's just such a blessing to be able to live this lifestyle. So beautifully said, I might have gotten a little misty when you were oh talking my. about <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so I think we can all agree by now that we've had a couple drinks of whatever beverage it is that we are drinking, and it is sure to continue throughout this episode. So make sure you have a safe ride home if that's where you're at. <laughs> Next up is my good friend, Kylie Siebert-Wongrowski. She is a lavender farmer from Ohio, and you can find her over on Instagram at love underscore and underscore lavender. Kylie, tell us what the most rewarding part of being a farmer is to you. You know, I was I was listening to your intro the other day. The funny thing is, is like, I feel like I've accomplished a lot of things, right? Like you check boxes off and you've done all these things like bucket list items, you know, but like there's really no better feeling than this in the ground. I tended to it. I weathered the storm literally of like the weather. I harvested it and then somebody can use it. Like there is just no better feeling than like all things and someone can benefit from that. Absolutely. 100% nail. <laughs> I love asking that question because I love everybody's answer and it always gives me the warm, fuzzy feeling. Yes, absolutely. And it's it's just, there's just nothing like it. Like you were saying in your intro, you got done and you're like, I just literally did all of that. And right. you can see it, right? Like there's things in life that you go through and you're like, I have ticked all these boxes, but like, it's never, it's never something that you're like, well, I can see that I've, you know, like you were talking about, um, Oh, I'm going to say the wrong word. What is it with the wheat field? Swathing. Swathing. <laughs> I was I was going to say. <laughs> it's kind of like that, I guess. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Is there a difference? I don't know. I just I don't swath. Know. <laughs> I, I was going to say, we don't swath here, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody so, listening knows the difference, please send an email to. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Fill us in. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And so, you know being able to like stand back and look and know that you did it is just the coolest thing in the world. I agree. And I just think that food is such a powerful thing. Even lavender, like I'm sitting here with my lavender and my diffuser and it makes me so happy. And it's just like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I provided something that is providing nourishment or joy to somebody. And there's no better feeling than that, I think. so. Absolutely. Next up, you'll hear from Jackie Osanich from Headwaters Farm. You can find her over on Instagram at farmgirl underscore at underscore last. 
Jackie, what would you say is the most rewarding part for you about living on the farm? Oh, there's, there are, honestly, there's so many rewarding things. I mean, just working outside with the animals and on the land in itself, growing a garden and having food that I raised for my family is super rewarding. But I think the biggest part is just that connection that we have with our food. We know how it was raised, where it came from. I intend to teach my kids from a young age about life and death. I mean, it's sad, it's hard, but people are so disconnected from their food, in my opinion. And I mean, it's such a good lesson to learn. Farm. I really do. I hope my kids appreciate it and don't run off when they get older and move to the city. But um, a lot of people up here in Vermont have grown up on farms. I talked to a lot of people um, in my career, and a lot of them grew up on farms, and they tell me that they've moved other places, they've went to the city, and they all come back, and <laughs> they all want to be back on the farm because it's just, to me, it's such a wholesome way to live. I mean, you're surrounded by animals. I, I don't know. It just it feels truly amazing to me just to watch the cycle of life. Like right now, I'm sitting looking out the window, and my chickens are outside <laughs> pecking around the yard because finally the snow has melted so they can get to the ground. And it's just like things like that just bring me joy. And I, you know, I have all different kinds of chickens. So I have all the different colored eggs and I'll bring them to work. And all the nurses I work with want to buy them. And they tell me like, you know, the first time they believe it, they're like, did you color these? Where did these green and blue eggs come from? And I'm like, my chickens, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I was that girl once I grew up and I didn't know I had no idea that eggs weren't just white. Oh yeah, the white eggs come from the factories and the brown eggs come from a farm. And it's like, I just was that clueless person. And the best thing I think that I ever did for myself was educate myself on how produced, where it comes from, and just that connection to the earth and what, what, what are we doing? What are we eating? Why are we doing it? You know? So I'm a huge proponent for humanely raised. Well, know where your food is coming from. If you can raise it yourself, do it. That's my philosophy. So I really hope to pass that down to my kids. And that's probably the most rewarding part. Okay, friends, have you been counting? We are down to the last two incredible women. Right now, you're going to hear from Jatana Williams and Natalie Kovarik. They are better known as the Ranch Wives, and you can follow them over on Instagram at Ranch Wives Beef Co. What do you find rewarding about being a rancher? You've both said that you're a multi-generational ranchers. It's, it's in your blood, basically. But what do you find the most satisfying at the end of the day? Raising kids around the ranching community, I love to see that they are seeing it all in. And, and it, it's a wonder to watch them watch their grandpa and their dad. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> Hormonal tears. <laughs> um, watch them um, and emulate what they do. It's, it's a wonder the things that they pick up and the hard work and, and good values that are instilled in them at a young age. Myself personally, to ground or to hit the pillow um, completely exhausted at the end of the day is is a rewarding feeling. You have a sense of sense of accomplishment, and 
with ranching, you can see the the benefit in the animals that you produce. It takes so long between, you know, conception to harvest of that animal. It's kind of hard to see it all at one time. But when you do get out there outdoors and get to watch that life cycle, it's a very rewarding feeling. And you know that people are benefiting from the hard work you do daily. I saw once, uh, Jatana put that really beautifully, and I, I couldn't agree more hard, wholeheartedly with her. I saw once there was this quote about how uh, a rancher or a farmer is one of the highest forms of artist or artistry. And I couldn't agree more with that. Jatana kind of alludes to the fact about being out in nature and you're creating something and you're working hard towards this goal. And so the satisfaction of, you know, doing that, creating something with your own hands and, you know, whether that's growing or caring for something, um, it's, it's an extremely rewarding feeling. Um, and then Jutana kind of touched on the beauty of being able to share that with your family and teach that to our children. And, and I wholeheartedly agree. And, and lastly, I think one of the great things about being in, in farming is kind of just the agricultural community. They truly are some of the the greatest people make up this family that we're a part of. And I don't know how many times that we've needed help and, a, you know, a neighbors come over and just lend a hand, you know, with no requests back or, you know, wanting nothing in return, but simply to help out their fellow mankind. And so it's just a really beautiful, beautiful community to be a part of. I agree. I think that's one of my also favorite parts about being farmer is the community aspect of it, for sure. Definitely. There you have it. The first 12 incredibly amazing women and egg interviews that I've done here on the Rural Women podcast. What do you guys think? I really hope that your cup, mug, or whatever it was you were drinking out of is empty, but your hearts are full. That was really cheesy. I thought of this the whole time while I was recording. I needed a good end tagline for this. So (laughs) I hope you guys really enjoyed doing a little flashback Friday here on the Rural Woman podcast and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen so you can tune in to part two next Friday. Until then, I just want to say thank you again so much for all of your support of the Rural Woman podcast so far. I can't wait to interview more incredible women in egg. And I ask one favor of you before I sign off on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, would you please, please, please take a screenshot and post it up on Instagram. Make sure you tag me and hashtag the Rural Woman Podcast. Thanks, friends. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Rural Woman Podcast. For show notes, head on over to wildrosefarmer.com. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at wildrosefarmer. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, share it with a friend. We'll see you next time.